You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Erica. And I'm Kelsey. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. Today's episode is all about solo parenting, which, just to be clear, is very different than being a single parent. We both have very involved and supportive partners to parent with, but we're going to focus this episode on what solo parenting looks like when they're out of town or unavailable for a stretch of time. So we'll chat about some tips and tricks we've learned along the way, some special traditions we do with the kids, or things we intentionally do not do with them while we're the solo parent on duty. But before we get into that, let's chat and catch up about what is going on around the neighborhood for both of us. Well, for me, we are in the middle of a big flooring project. Yeah, you are. Hence why we are recording in the LAD recording studio today. My house is just getting torn apart. Chris is in the middle of ripping up baseboards and all of our carpet, which we had had in a main area of our house and then in each of the bedrooms and all the closets. So all of that is going. Mm -hmm. Once all of that is out, we will be putting down vinyl plank. That's a wood look vinyl plank Uh just throughout the entire house. Oh, it's going to be so good. I am so excited. Um, What is so funny is as I've been sharing a little bit of the project on Instagram, some people who I think maybe used to listen to my matrimony podcast, mm-hmm. I must have talked about it on there. People are say, people were saying, you've been talking about wanting new floors for years. Yeah. I'm so excited <laughs> for you. Yes. So anyway, a lot of patience, but a very needed project. So we're definitely in the middle of it and our house is chaos, but I actually think I'm doing pretty well. Like I very mentally prepared ahead of yeah. it. Just like it is going to be chaotic. Yep. Let it go. Worth it. But yeah, I'm just so excited about where we're heading mm-hmm. and just feeling, I'm just like ready for a home refresh anyway. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm fine with it yeah, in transition for a while. Good. So that feels good. Um, okay, so we are, our school year's coming to a close here. As we record this, it is mid-May, yeah. almost, yep. just after Mother's Day. Um, and so I made a decision this year that I am going to have a surprise last day of school. Oh, So the girls are not going to know when it's the last day of <gasps> oh. school. And they're going to wake up to like, surprise, it's the last day of school, like, ah. and, and just have fun things planned for that day. And, you know, I mean, they know it's going to be this month sometime, gotcha. but they don't really know the last day. This is genius, I think, for multiple okay. reasons. Number one, it allows me to either extend to finish up one more quick thing or to cut short, wrap it up <laughs> and be like, you know what? This is going off the rails yeah. <laughs> and we need to just be done for the school year. Um, sometime, you know, between now and the end of May. So I think this is going to be fun. I think it'll make it more surprising. Mm -hmm. There's not as many, you know, with homeschool, there's not as many end of year events or things to make it like very obvious countdown to the Mm -hmm. end. And, you know, I don't have a classroom to tear down at the end of the year or prep or have the kids involved with all that. So it just, I don't know. I just think it will make it fun. And so we'll see. Last year we did a countdown and this year I'm like, you know, I think what happens a little bit, especially with homeschool is the motivation isn't always as intrinsically there as it is them going to school. Gotcha. And so I think that it kind of cut their motivation in half once they knew. Gotcha. You know what I mean? They're like, well, right. we're going to be done. You know? right. And then so it just makes it fun, exciting, but also hopefully keeps our wheels turning until the actual last day. Ooh. So Okay. I'm kind of on the edge of my seat though. Like when is the last day? I know. Day? Me too. Cause I don't really know yet. It's going <laughs> to depend very much on how I feel okay. those last couple of weeks. But. We'll be, we'll be watching your Instagram mm-hmm. stories. Please let us know. I will. 
Okay. So to start with, how often do you currently solo parent and for like how long of a stretch of time? And would you say that you or your husband handle solo parenting better? Well, currently I'm really not solo parenting too often. I would say what is happening right now, Chris does have the occasional evening commitment, whether for work or fun. So maybe just a solo parent night Mm -hmm. that is definitely different than if he's, you know, out of town. It seems like maybe two or three times per year right now, Chris will be out of town for a stretch of time for like a guy's trip or a work conference, work meeting, something like that. So it's really not too often. But Chris used to travel for work actually quite a bit. I just feel Mm -hmm. like he had a lot of out of town meetings and was going to more conferences and things like that. And so this episode is just making me reflect on that. And actually it was during the first year or two after we had Cedric. So baby Mm -hmm. plus toddler. Mm -hmm. And I just remember... Oh, I just remember like the feeling of stress that I would get in my chest and my stomach anticipating those trips and just the weekend days, especially, I mean, I was working full time. So the boys were going to daycare, but those weekend days stretched, Mm -hmm. they were so long. So I definitely just have so much compassion and of giving so, so many high fives to Mm -hmm. the parents, solo parenting the really littles out there and just want to say it definitely gets so much better. And I do think we'll have some great tips in the episode, but just like looking back and kind of remembering that and appreciating, you know, that it's not that way anymore, but yeah, that was just intense. Yeah. I seem to remember coming over at some point during that to hold Cedric so that you could put Dash to sleep because he was like, he was your real, real difficult Mm -hmm. sleeper too. And it was like, if I don't do this full bedtime routine, like there's no prayer for me the rest of the night. And I was like, I'll come hold him. And then, but I just remember that being like, wow, that's gotta be seriously tough with two of those ages. I literally could not do some essential parts of the day on my own, Yeah, you know, or like sometimes I couldn't. Yes. Mm -hmm. So anyway, you definitely came to my rescue (laughs) many times in those early years. And then in terms of how Chris and I handle solo parenting, I think we both have our own solo parenting strengths. So I will say I am a really great planner. Uh And so I think I really do well with that. And now I'm able to plan for a lot of things that help me. Yeah. Whereas Chris is so good at going with the flow. And also, like we've talked about before, I think both of her husbands are just so good, like managing the house and the household chores while also solo parenting. It's like Chris just like descends into it. And then it's like, well, if it's going to be chaotic, I might as well just fold all the laundry and power clean the kitchen. I don't know how he does it where I just get so overwhelmed. Like I'm doing bare minimum. And Jeremiah is like, well, we're going to go to the store. Then we're going to get your car washed. It's really interesting. It's kind of like the other way of, yeah, it's just like, well, if I'm going to be with the kids then I might as well just be getting stuff done. So I really appreciate that. And I think Chris is also really good about making plans with family while he's solo parenting. Mm -hmm. His sister lives here, his parents. So I think he'll just be like, okay, I'm just going to pack the kids up and go over to my sister's house. So there's at least some extra help and extra adult and just like something to do. Mm -hmm. And I am not as good at that, both in the asking for help. Yeah. Although I'll talk about that and working on getting better and just the, yeah, I think sometimes I'll feel a little bit more overwhelmed about like getting all the kids out and over somewhere yeah. and sometimes like, oh, I just rather manage them all at home. Right. You know? So right. that's how, that's how we do it. Um, yeah. I will say, I think Jeremiah definitely handles it. I feel like overall better than I do, <laughs> which is kind of weird to say, cause I homeschool, but I think that's yeah. part of it now is that I am 
the parent on duty all day long Mm -hmm. and the teacher. Mm -hmm. And so like, if he's not around to help with dinner or, um, you know, the extra stuff, it's like, I've already put in more time than a lot of parents, unless you have littles at home by Mm -hmm. like, you know, three o'clock and I'm just done. And I'm like, I cannot clean up the dog puke. I cannot Mm -hmm. feed the children. (laughs) So it just, Jeremiah works from home now too. So there's just so many little things he does even throughout the day, like quickly loads up the dishwasher or like that. I don't even really notice until he's gone. gone. And then I'm like, why does this kitchen (laughs) look like this at the end of the day? So I think he's a little bit better about it than I am. I tend to have a bit of a bare minimum philosophy. Mm-hmm. Like we're just, we're not worrying right. about what the house looks like. We're not we're just surviving. doing extra activities. Like this is survival till, the, till daddy gets home. Um, I'm great. Like I said, great when it comes to school. And then after that, I'm like, well, mm. I've given what I can give for the day. <laughs> and so I, that's a struggle. But yeah, the the ability to multitask while parenting for my husband is kind of impressive to me. Yes. I just can't focus. I can't, if I was trying to do any sort of project, I can't even bake with my kids very easily because I just, I'm like, wait, did I put a half a cup or a cup? It's like all of the questions and the Mm -hmm. incessant talking. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, I can't, but he seems to kind of take that all in stride a little bit more. So, and in terms of how often I'm doing it lately, it's probably once every like six weeks or so for three days ish that he has a work trip. Um, usually just to San Francisco for a few days. Um, and then he probably does it once a quarter ish for me. Like I'll have a girl's trip or something like that. So, so what is your favorite and least favorite parts of being the grown up in charge for a few days? There's some good things about it. Yeah. Okay. So my favorite parts, sometimes the boys and yet to be seen with Maeve, she's still so little, but have definitely noticed the boys once they got to, you know, kind of like preschool age Mm -hmm. and up, the boys are often, I think, better behaved and a lot more helpful. Oh, like they're just, they kind of notice. Yeah. They're just like very receptive. Like if Chris is going to be away, even for just the evening, I'll tell them, okay, it's, it's just me parenting tonight. So I'm going to need a lot of cooperation Mm -hmm. from you. And they just really rise to the occasion. I honestly feel like sometimes we'll have smoother evenings or mornings than we've otherwise mm-hmm. been having during that season mm-hmm. if Chris is away. That's you know? interesting. And maybe it's just because, yeah, maybe it's just like something's kind of different or I'm not really sure, but very appreciative of mm-hmm. that. Another thing that I really enjoy, I actually really enjoy after bedtime on a solo parent yes. night, the quiet house and having our bedroom and our bed all to myself. Yeah. yeah. Cause it you need it lovely. even more after solo yes. parenting all day. And then when, when Chris is home, he goes to bed so early. So yeah. I just often feel like by 8 PM, yeah. if I'm going to be in our room, like the lights are off and I just feel like I just want to be like in our bed reading on my Kindle and, and that's fine, but it is, it just feels so novel to like be in our room with the lights on and just yeah. sitting on the bed. <laughs> Look at me just making noise in my bedroom past 8 p.m. Yes. So <laughs> I do kind of enjoy that. And it's just like such a nice introvert recharge mm-hmm. just in after a solo parent day. So, and the last thing, and this doesn't always happen, but sometimes I actually will feel super motivated to get stuff done while Chris is away. Yeah. And I'm not as good about doing it while I'm also parenting, yeah. but this will happen after bedtime. If I notice I have a little bit of energy, I'm mm-hmm. like, you know what? It is going to be such a high five to myself tomorrow. If I just power clean this kitchen, mm-hmm. fold some laundry, you know, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. So put a podcast or audio book on and just like get it done. And yeah. that 
just feels so satisfying and I feel very accomplished after I do that. I do think there's something to that too, because you don't have this pressure to like hang out with your spouse, which you also want that time with them, obviously, Mm -hmm. if they're around. And if they're not, you're like, well, I can do whatever I need to do. Yeah, exactly. Um, Yeah, my favorite is that I'm the boss completely. Like Mm -hmm. there's no, you know, all of the co-parenting things of like making sure you're on the same team and that you're communicating what needs to happen. It's like, nope, I decided we're eating dinner at four. So that's what we're doing. Yep. I don't need to worry about anybody else's schedule. Like Mm -hmm. that to me is just where I shine. (laughs) I can be the boss (laughs) I just go at whatever pace I want to. Mm -hmm. I also really like the evenings Mm -hmm. after solo parenting where I just do what I want. I watch what I want. Yeah. I eat what I want. Mm-hmm. Like just not that he doesn't let me do no, any of those things, but it's just like the Something freedom about to, it. It's like when you were a kid and your parents left you alone for a couple <laughs> <Yeah>. hours. Um, <laughs> I will say then my least favorite part is just the limited interaction with other adults. Yes. And honestly, I don't, I, I feel like because he works from home, I'm so used to that built in like, Hey, sidebar. Mm-hmm. pantry conversation about right. the attitude I just got upstairs or whatever that I don't then necessarily go seek it out and call a right. friend or my sister or something. And I really could, but I just don't. And so then I just feel like a little bit like I need a, a grown up yeah. conversation Yes, and everything falls on me. Mm-hmm. Like all of the cleaning, all of any extra thing that comes up, mm-hmm. you know, dogs, house, whatever, it's just all on me. So that kind of is hard. Yeah. Uh, for me, just really similar, especially the long weekend days mm-hmm. where otherwise you still are parenting, but just realizing what a relief it is to co-parent and just yeah. kind of the little trade-offs or the little breaks that you get yeah. or just how, you know, dealing with some kid issue cannot feel stressful at all if it's both of you, but suddenly does feel yes. really stressful yeah. if it's just you. So that is definitely just sometimes the the long weekends <laughs> is not a favorite. And I, I will say I'm so appreciative of Chris, when he goes on trips with his guy friends there, most of them are all parents and married as well. And they'll kind of like all ask the wives like, okay, is it better for all of you if we do like a Tuesday to Friday and everyone's Mm -hmm. like in school and daycare, or can we do a weekend? So they, they actually try to kind of minimize having a full weekend. So I appreciate that. Definitely the everyday house chores are just so much harder to get done. And then it's like just mess descending into mess all around me. It's it's so much more exponential Mm. when you're the only one taking care of it, It which is is why I do not understand how anybody does it who has an unhelpful spouse. Oh, yes. Or a single parent, obviously. But like, I, I, you got to get your husbands, ladies, Mm. because Mm -hmm. everyone's (laughs) got to be on board. Everyone's got to be on board. And then I also find if, if, house chores are not done. I feel a real pressure to do them. And then it starts encroaching on my work time. Mm -hmm. So it just can end up that like kind of my work week too, doesn't feel as satisfying if I let that happen. It's like a vicious cycle. Not as enjoyable. Oh, and the last thing is Chris being out of town really impacts my workout schedule. And that is very annoying to Mm -hmm. me because I love my workout schedule. It's like set in stone, except when he goes out of town, Uh like I can't do my 5am workouts and then I can do my evening workouts, but I've got to get a babysitter coordinated. So it just is like these normal things that happen by default suddenly take so much extra work and that feels, that feels hard. Okay, so what are some things you always do when your spouse is away? Do you have any little traditions? Okay, I love this question. So this did make me remember when I was growing up, my 
dad was rarely out of town, but I just remember, you know, a few times that he was, my mom made a tradition of having together with her and my sister and me that we would watch The Sound of Music, which is like one of my mom's all time favorite movies. And we would eat peanut (laughs) M&Ms, also her favorite. Those are the things that are happening. That stands out as like a tradition when just my mom was solo parenting. Um, I do not have any established like traditions for when just I'm parenting, but I love this idea and it's probably time to start, Mm -hmm. to start some. So generally I will say, I feel like I'm maybe more likely to indulge in some spontaneous treats, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's Mm -hmm. just like, okay, well, this will be a great time to like get that ice cream or surprise the kids with going out for something at some time. Um, probably allowing some more screen time. Yeah. That's like when I'm actually yes. getting a break. So there's that. I will say another thing that I think I try to do when Chris is out of town is starting bedtime earlier. Yes. Because yes. you kind of forget it's going to take longer. Mm-hmm. Like it might take and longer. And you need it more. And you need it more. Exactly. Yeah. So that is like a great tip that I try to make sure I always do. Um, but yeah, I want to hear about your traditions. One tradition I just had the idea for is getting the Trader Joe's chocolate croissants, you know, that rise Ooh, overnight yeah. that we had on mm-hmm. our retreat. Those are so good. So I feel like something it's like, you don't want to put extra pressure on yourself. No, you just want little things and wins. You yes. need easy wins. Like yes. that's why the treats and the scream time is easier when you're solo parenting, because you're like, I can't, I don't have the bandwidth to be patient for this broccoli struggle right now. Right. Like it's just not no. going to happen. That's not the week for it. Yes. Um, we tend to do like girls night, we call it, but Aww. it can literally be anything. Yeah. And lately it has been um, a bruschetta board to oh. go from our favorite little spot in Gilbert here at Postino's and we'll just get it like door dashed, mm-hmm. but they love it because it's like, they get to pick, yeah. you know, all their own little mm. flavors and they cut it into four pieces. So they get to decide. So they just feel like that's a very grown up dinner. That's very fun. So we'll do that in like a girly movie of some sort, mm-hmm. like Little Women or yeah. You've Got Mail or something like that. Um, sometimes if I don't have the bandwidth to hang out, because we've talked and hung out a lot, mm-hmm. it will be a, I'm going to make you a frozen pizza and you're going to go eat it upstairs, mm. which is usually we're not like a TV while eating kind of family mm-hmm. unless it's like a football game or something. So the fact that they can take it upstairs to the playroom, eat at their little table up there and watch whatever they want. Very and special. And it gives me... A moment. And that is like pizza picnic is a win when dad's out of town. That's great. Um, The other thing I always do is stay up way too late, which I don't recommend. (laughs) I do this too. I'm (laughs) so excited. Freedom. Yeah. Yes. It's so silly. And I think it's like you need that decompressed time more than ever. Yes. So it's like, oh, this is the first time I've gotten. And that's like so energizing. You just like want to claim it all. So I totally do that too. And then it it becomes this vicious cycle thing too, where you are more tired the next morning. You have less patience. Mm -hmm. Undoubtedly, the things that like, especially in the morning for us, Jeremiah, I handle so much right. in the morning that I'm like, oh, uh-huh. I forgot. Mm-hmm. And every time I'm like, why? Why am I awake? And <laughs> yes. why am I dealing with children yes. already? Yes. So, Do not recommend. Yeah. A little bit maybe, but not too late. Right. Um, okay. What things do you try to avoid at all costs when dad is out of town? How do you make your life easier by not doing certain things? Okay. First of all, not having anything on the calendar that's out of the norm that doesn't have to happen, both for the kids and myself, Mm -hmm. you know, just solo parenting. It just really takes more physical and mental energy. And I think 
you just need to plan for that. And I think honestly, I probably need to be even more conscious of that. Just like, you know, even just the extra doctor's appointment that even if it would happen while the kids are at school and daycare, just give yourself, give yourself that downtime. every minute while they're at school and daycare. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Also, I try to avoid at all costs cooking anything for the kids for dinner that involves more than literally a few ingredients or a couple of steps. I mean, we are talking scrambled eggs for dinner, box mac and cheese or something frozen, like keeping it so simple. Um, on a recent solo parenting stretch when Chris was out of town, I think it was four nights. It was kind of a little bit longer. I just made the executive decision that the kids would eat box macaroni and cheese every single night with like a fruit or veggie on the side. So I just stocked up on like six boxes of mac and cheese. Mm -hmm already decided. Yep. And And an easy win. They love it. They love it. Yeah. They're never tired of it. Yep. So it was absolutely great. Um, kind of related to that. I, I then try to have something different for myself for dinner that maybe I will eat after bedtime. Normally Normally we all sit down and eat together, but it's just, I just need that time. Yeah. And so I'll like have something, you know, like frozen Indian food, something Mm -hmm. like that, that I can kind of look forward to and then just enjoy on my own time. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, I try to avoid, well, I avoid this anyways with kids, but grocery shopping or running like oh, those yeah. kinds of errands. Right. No, yeah. That's a no. Yeah. Um, so what do you do? How do you, how do you avoid that? Just try to like, fit it in we other need time. to be set to go right. before Jeremiah leaves yep. or like grocery pickup gotcha. at, at most. Yep. Um, Anything involved for dinner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And by involved, I mean, literally if I couldn't cook it when I was in sixth grade, then I'm not cooking it the week. Great, that great measure. Has great gone. measure. Um, no extra appointments or anything. Yeah. Again, I think sometimes it feels like you can squeeze it in because you don't have other things going on with your spouse's yeah. schedule or like, right. oh, they're going to be at this thing, so I got to use every minute. Right. But you need the downtime you more do. when your spouse is gone. So mm-hmm. if you can avoid it, no extra appointments or anything or social gatherings even. And then no extra kids at my house. Mm, that is really one. hard for me when I'm already feeling a little bit up to my eyeballs yeah. and children. Some I know some parents that that feels like it takes the pressure yeah. off because it keeps their kids busy. But for me, I just, I am not a mom that can like tune out the extra noise and the extra chaos. And mm-hmm. my, you know, your own kids usually act a little different with other kids around. Yes. And I just, I'm like, no, can't do it. <laughs> can't do it that week. Give us your just Anything we haven't mentioned, top tips and tricks for surviving a solo parenting stint. And maybe some that we've learned the hard way, maybe some that might be helpful. I'm thinking of like military families or families where their spouse is truly gone for longer chunks Mm. of time than we usually deal with. Mm -hmm. What might be helpful? Well, I think just my number one tip is to really think ahead and plan as much as possible, which you mentioned. It just, I try to really think ahead and think about what is going to stress me out and what can I do ahead of time? What can Chris help with ahead of time Mm -hmm. that is going to make all of that as smooth as possible? Mm -hmm. And I think that's so important too, because I do feel whichever parent is about to be out of town, I feel like as part of their trip prep, it is helping the solo parent get ready as much as possible. Whether that's like, yeah, a few extra errands that Mm -hmm. they need to run. It's really important for me to have the house as clean as possible. So Mm -hmm. Chris usually tries to get the house 
house, like really tidy spick and span for me before he goes, um, having the kitchen stocked with food, kind of like you mentioned. Mm-hmm. So there's not any last minute errands, little things, things like, like that. gas filled up in oh, your car, that's a, a great one. car, like even stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a great one. And I, I do feel like that like that tip is just also so applicable for anyone who is dealing with solo parenting, maybe for like a season of time. We got an email from a listener a while back asking about solo parenting during the season while her husband is coaching. Like, so when it's like sports season, she's going to be solo parenting a lot. So I think that can come up too, if it's not just, you know, the weekend trip or something, but yeah, just thinking about, okay, what is going to make that time stressful? And so what can we plan for and implement? Implement, how can my spouse help? Mm-hmm. I mean, can they help coordinate a babysitter or right. like, can their mom be coming over? Right. Just things like that. Mm-hmm. So definitely delegate and include them in the helpful planning. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will say like, just as a general theory, this is the time to let some things go. Mm. Like we were talking about more screen time, more chicken nuggets than mm-hmm. usual, more mac and cheese mm-hmm. than usual. Um, and I have found that I have a tendency to, when I'm stressed, be controlly mm-hmm. and say no to a lot more things uh, just out of habit. Right. But what happens then is I get cranky kids on my hands mm-hmm. and we're caught in this vicious power struggle cycle right. when I have no other parent around right. to help me. You like back yourself into a corner. Yes, I do because I get like, I have to control everything <laughs> while, you know, I'm the parent in charge. So I think I've actually learned the very hard way to intentionally say yes as much as possible Mm -hmm. when I am the solo parent. Like just eliminate as many pressure points for yourself as you can and Mm -hmm. places of conflict with your kids. Like Mm -hmm. easy wins. And that does not mean by any means that kids should walk all over you when your spouse is out of town. But I think that's just not the time to like – implement a new rule about right. something. It's right. not the time to like stick to your guns on something that really doesn't matter yep. or just like, don't worry about the annoying voices and the annoying outfits. And, <laughs> but I have a very hard time doing that because yes. when I'm stressed, that's like all I can see or hear. And so uh-huh. I have to really like 180 it in my head uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. to not do that. Pop those earbuds. In. Yes. This is also something very hard for me is to not complain to your spouse oh, who this, is away. This is on my list. It's so yep. hard for me because I want to I want I want him to know. That's right. <laughs> and I don't want him to feel bad, but I want him to know like what, what I'm, I'm doing and with. acknowledge it mm-hmm. and like be in it with me, even though he's not and can't right. be. So right. like I, I think it's okay to be like, hey, do you have a minute for me to yes. vent? I haven't seen you all day. I just need to. Or to right. be like uh, on the way home from the airport, can you call me so I can give you the current state of affairs, yeah, right? <laughs> like a state of the union. Yes. But I think that, yeah, all it does is add to their mm-hmm. guilt and it makes, then now you're fighting with your spouse mm-hmm. from another state perhaps <laughs> right. and you're annoyed with your children and right. so it doesn't help anybody. Yeah, exactly. I, the, I put this on my list too. And yes, I think that there might be a time if, you know, they're away, they're calling for a check-in and you can tell they're in a place where you really can like, yeah. like you, do you have a minute? Exactly. Uh-huh. And also if you're in a place where, yeah. okay, you've had a little distance from it and like, man, that was stressful mm-hmm. or, you know, what, whatever it is, maybe like after bedtime when you've had a minute to catch your breath. But I kind of think of it too, when whoever is the out of town spouse, I just feel like it's part of the package deal that you kind of get, you get a break from parenting yeah. and it should yeah. be that, that mental break too. You mm-hmm. should just feel like, okay, I know my partner at home is handling everything yep. and it might be kind of stressful, but 
you know, they're going to do the best they can. Yeah. And that's not on me because that's what I want when I'm right. out of town. Exactly. You know, exactly. so it's like, how, how do you want it? And so find a friend, find your mom. Like it is definitely okay to vent, yes. but it maybe shouldn't be your spouse. Right. Whose direct absence is part of the reason you're so right, stressed exactly. out. So unless they're not being fair to you about it, but right. then that's something you need to address outside of that anyway. Yes. Yes. Another one for me is ask for help. Yes. And this is the one that I am probably still learning. I am getting a lot better, but I just look back to those solo parent times when I had the little, little ones. And it was like, almost like only in my like moments of desperation that I was yeah. reaching out to you yeah. for help. And I probably should have done a better job, like planning right. for some help to come in and right. just like give me some relief. So, um, yeah. And this is almost sort of a revelation. You can get a babysitter during the weekend that you're solo Isn't parenting. Isn't that funny? Because yeah. you like just think of it like a date night right. thing. It's like, yeah. no. Yeah. It, this And this is like something that, um, and this has happened like for quite a while, like I would be planning a solo weekend or something and Chris would be like, oh, can you give me the babysitter's number? I think maybe I'll go out on Friday night. And I almost was like, what? Well, you can't do that. <laughs> you have to count. be here with the children. <laughs> you have to be you are all doing in. it all. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. Like why, why are we martyrs about it? <laughs> right. That's so, so true. I am trying to be better about that. And yeah. that is almost something to plan. Like, can you line up a babysitter yeah. for, even if you don't have a plan yet, like yeah. just, Oh, cause just you know, you'll need the hold break. that spot. Yep. It could just be for an, you know, a few hours in the afternoon mm-hmm. or yeah. Give yourself a whole evening in bedtime. If you can, that mm-hmm. is amazing. Also to your point about just feeling kind of starved for adult conversation by the end of the day, I have also sometimes hired someone to just come over and spend the evening just with me, get through dinner time, mm-hmm. an extra set of hands at bedtime. And honestly, it's just kind of company for yeah, me when they're like little, little and yeah. Cause it just it like, it just does feel kind of lonely yeah. when you've been solo parenting all day and just someone to talk to. And so anyway, just remember, like if you just need someone around that, that could be a, a mom or, you know, or hire especially, the help. Yeah. Especially for those long-term, like if I'm thinking of, you know, that coaching season or your husband is deployed or something like that. Like having that as a regular Mm -hmm. occurring thing where you're like, can you just be here? And then maybe sometimes you go run an errand or something, but you're counting on some help certain times of the week, whether that's again, family or you hire or whatever. I do feel like that is a huge thing for me in like in all parenting generally, but especially during those times, it's like, but when is my next break? Yeah. And if you just know when that is and it has a placeholder, even sometimes if it's a couple days away, just knowing that it's there can mm-hmm. just really help. So mm-hmm. yes, find a way to put that placeholder in your calendar. I agree. Um, okay. I think I've shared this before, but we've expanded the use of it. Mm-hmm. So we do something called sister points. Have I shared this on the You've podcast You've shared it before, a little bit, but give us, give us a recap. So Originally, I saw it on somebody's YouTube channel. I don't even remember who's now, but it was they gave their two daughters sister points for like vacations because kids are off their regular routines. Um, they are often like vying for attention, mm-hmm. maybe of new people. There's a lot of new experiences. There's just a lot of tendency to bicker and they're in, you're in close quarters traveling together. So she would say like, okay, if you can earn 10 sister points for like kind helpful, you know, cooperative behavior. And and the nice part is it's very arbitrary. Like you catch them being good. You just give them a point. Um, but you have to earn them together. Mm. So it's not a competition. It's cooperative points. And if you earn 10, you get $10 to spend at the souvenir shop Mm -hmm. or whatever. Well, we've expanded that to be like when company comes to visit us, because we see a lot of those same behaviors, right? Grandparents come to visit and it's like the look at me 
throw my sister under the bus show. Mm -hmm. So they get it for that. And they get it for solo parenting times too. And so like when I went to Austin, they Mm -hmm. were earning points with Jeremiah and I brought back like a surprise, you know, Mm -hmm. intentionally planned on it, um, brought back a surprise for them. And same thing, like we had a couple of things in a row where they had to earn it like all month long because there was a few different sets of company plus a solo parenting weekend. And if they got 10 points total on each each of those, they, they could get a new skateboard because they really Whoa. wanted a skateboard. Okay. So you can do yeah. whatever with it, right. you know, but that has just been really helpful because it's not all the time. Gotcha. So I like this where you only bring yes. it out when you need it. Yeah. That it's kind, kind of, of keeps like, it fresh. It's kind of like the concept of people saying to make like special toy basket for your toddler if you're breastfeeding. Right. It's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Like this is just mm-hmm. only when, you know, and it really, I think it really helps. It's it's hard for them to control their behavior, to remember their manners and everything yeah. when all of that is changing, right? right? Like, right. Even just a parent going out of town is a very different dynamic. So it just helps bring their attention to mm-hmm. that. Like, hey, this is going to be more fun for everybody if you can keep it together. Yeah. So <laughs> I love that. I might need to get some brother points there going. You go. My next tip is to plan treats to look forward to both for the kids and for you. Mm-hmm. And some of these might be ones that you share with them ahead of time. Like you said, like, okay, tonight we're ordering out and doing mm-hmm. this movie or whatever. And some might be ones that just you're planning in your head that then you get to surprise yep. them. And that is kind of fun. And definitely always plan treats for yourself, yes. whether that is, it can be a show that you're saving to watch after bedtime. Personally, I always like to secret away a dessert for myself, mm-hmm. either in the freezer or in the pantry that I'm looking forward to after bedtime. Don't you feel like it's especially satisfying if the kids didn't get any? So satisfying. (laughs) That's really immature. also Chris didn't get any. Exactly. Only mine. Only mine. (laughs) It really is nice not to share sometimes. Um, Anyway, whatever it is, a new little nail polish color, it's just really nice to plan some treats for yourself. It might even be, you know, I don't typically like stop at Starbucks after daycare drop off and it's just like, you know what? I'm going to plan to do that Wednesday after drop off. Mm -hmm. So plan those little treats throughout the week for all of you to look forward to. I love it. Okay. My last tip, I just did this the last time that Chris went out of town. It worked out so well. If possible, plan a date night for you and your spouse on the day they get back or like right afterwards. Mm -hmm. It is especially awesome if it can be like that day that they get back. This happened when Chris was getting back and I had already gotten us tickets for an, a music event that night. And so I got to like leave the kids with a babysitter, go pick Chris up from the airport oh, and just perfect. take us right into a date night. Perfect. And it was just so great. Like it was such a great way for me to just like, okay, and I'm officially off solo parent yes, duty. Yes. And then it was so great. Cause you know, when someone gets back from a trip, it's like, you want to catch up and stuff. But then sometimes with the hubbub of the kids, mm-hmm. you like, don't even really get that time right, to, right. to like, I didn't even hear it's about like your you're in competition with the kids. <laughs> totally. Too, yeah. And then I feel like it is so nice too for the person who is out of town to like kind of ease back into things. Mm-hmm. You, and that's when it is easier to be like, well, let me tell you what was going on yes. with this kid. But now you're out to yeah. dinner and it is not like as high It's not like they're emotional. putting their suitcase down with a child hanging exactly. off of them. Still. Yes. Yes. So if at all possible, that is like a perfect way to sort of end solo parenting yeah, stretch that's of awesome. time. Okay. I think that is all on solo parenting. I'm sure there are tons of other tips we'd love to hear from you guys too, but what are you currently obsessed with? All right. I've got it sitting right in front of us. It is the new handle that I got for my giant Yeti. (gasps) 
I think I need one of those. I think you do. So Erica and I both have the really big Yeti tumblers. And here's the situation. I love it because start, it's getting hot. I like to drink my ice cold water mm-hmm. 24-7. Mm-hmm. I keep it by my bedside table. I really, my thumbs yeah, start it's to heavy. hurt it is picking heavy. it up. And I'm also often grabbing it from the top like this, which yeah. I think is especially hard on yeah. my thumb. And so anyway, a friend was telling me about her totally different brand water bottle. And I was looking at it. I was like, okay, I think that's what I need. But then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to check to see if Yeti has a handle. Turns out they do. Mm-hmm. So that's what I got. So I'm loving it. So I'm now we saving still my have thumbs. a straw. We still have the nice yeah. tapered bottom. So yep. it fits in a cup holder, mm-hmm. but we have a handle. Yeah. So my thumbs are I really it. appreciating it. I like that a lot. I need to get one of those. Okay. My obsession is a new sunless tanner. Oh, now tell us. I have not been super into sunless tanners because I just feel like I can never find one that looks good and yeah. is easy to blend and right. is not a million dollars. But this is just on Amazon. Um, it's Bondi Sands. I think it's been around mm. for a very long time. It's I feel an like Australian maybe I've heard brand. Of someone else yeah. talk about that one. My the girl who does my nails recommended it, and her tan just always looks very natural. But she'll just have like a little bit of color all mm-hmm. the time, and I'm just like. She mentioned I need to do a sunless tan before going on a trip or something. And I was like, what do you use? Because I feel like it always looks good. And it's just, I use the ultra dark even, and it's not, it's not ultra dark. Okay. I mean, maybe if you were very fair skinned, you'd want to go with the dark, but I think those are the only two choices. Um, but it just, I got the mitt to go with it and it blends in so good. Are you wearing it right now? I am wearing it right now. I was very pale before You look great. So yeah. And then I got the tanning, um, the gradual tanning, like milk, like lotion okay. that helps preserve your mm-hmm. sunless tan, but also like adds a little bit more to okay. it every time, like okay. just a tint. So that is great. And I just, it smells really good. It just smells mm-hmm. like coconut, not that yucky mm-hmm. tan smell. Mm-hmm. And I just, you know, it really, it made, here's the deal. I'm trying to get better at just embracing summer. Yeah. We talked about this a little yep. bit with my summer wardrobe. So it was a big step for me this Saturday. I had the day to myself for Mother's Day. And so I was like, I'm going to go take like the exfoliating long shower, mm. shave my legs, do all the things, put on my tanner and then just like read a book because it has yeah. to sit for a few hours and just like a self-care, did a pedicure on myself. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, I'm ready for summer. Yeah. And the next day I was out by the pool and felt like, okay, I can, right. I can embrace the summer. I can yeah. get behind it. So Highly recommend that okay. tanning brand. I love that. It is. When you first emerge, when your legs are first emerging oh, from jeans after a long winter, it's rough. it is nice to just have some, some color already on them. Yes, it is. It makes you a little <laughs> more comfortable. All right. That's it for this show. Thank you so much for listening. As always, you can find us in between episodes on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door. We would love all your tips and tricks for solo parenting. And some of you who are pros at this because your spouse is gone long stretches of time, please give us give us all your tips. Um, the show notes for this episode with links to everything are in your podcast player or on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we always love getting your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. I'm going to turn the air down a smidge. Okay, yeah. Turn it to the podcasting temperature.